just sort of brown. Yeah, I wanted to be ginger. I've never been ginger. And you? Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Linda. And I'm Juliana. And this is episode 7 of The Doctor's Companions, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast. This week we're talking about the Christmas special, The Christmas Invasion, as well as season 2, episode 1, New Earth. Tish and I are your seasoned Whovians, and Linda is our new Whovian. Uh, I would normally ask her how far she's watched, but we're recording this at the same time, so... I'd finished season three. <laughs> Looking forward to season four. <laughs> good. You get a good companion in season four. Yeah. Oh, yes. Donna. So I can get have more fun. Yeah. All right, some who news. Um, this isn't really news about the show, but it's something Doctor Who related that I found that's really cool. Uh, someone... I feel like I should know her name. Now I feel rude. Um, it's a Doctor Who cookbook. Woohoo! Yum. Yeah, she um, already kind of created it. This is she had a Kickstarter campaign to get money to do a regenerated version. She's gonna have a recipe for every single episode, of season one through eight, plus cocktails and other stuff like fish fingers and custard. Yeah, apparently a whole <laughs> chapter for fish fingers and custard. Um, anyway, it looked really cool, so that link will be on the blog if you want to check it out. Yeah, and she got funded, so it should be available at some point. Yeah, and her first one, if you're interested, I think is on Amazon. You can get it. Um, she kind of, like, self-published that first one. This time she's getting more money, so it'll be, like, really pretty and nice and... I want it. I think we should get it, and then we can start actually doing snacks. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, we can always have a... It would, like, relate to the episodes. Yeah, something for every single episode. And she said there is also a lot of, like, dietary restriction, like, recipes as well. Like, gluten-free and vegan, like, all that kind of stuff, so. So it's for everyone. Yeah. And it seems super fun. Uh, So, yeah, that's a new Doctor Who thing you can check out. Like I said, link will be in the blog post that goes with this. We don't have a lot of... Nothing really has come out lately that we haven't really talked about, so. No, I guess we're just waiting for them to release season nine. Yeah, they're currently filming, I guess. Yeah. I'm assuming it'll start in the fall. It's my assumption based on last year's time Because it ended with the Christmas special, so. Yeah. And since they're, like, filming it now, can't be too long. So, while we're looking forward to that, mm-hmm. let's talk about the beginning of season two. Yay! So, uh, season two, episode zero, <laughs> as they call it, uh, <laughs> The Christmas Invasion, the Christmas special, December 25th, 2005, written by Russell T. Davies. It's, Shocked. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve, but this is to be far from a silent night. The cruel Sycorax have come to Earth to enslave mankind, and as ever, only the Doctor can stop them. Unfortunately, he's lying in a coma in Jackie's home. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. That is the problem. I actually uh, skipped this episode my first time watching Doctor Who. I did not understand the zero, right? that there was a Christmas episode. I had no concept of that. I went right on to Season 2, Episode 1. And then, yeah, they started bringing back stuff like, you know, his hand and shit like that. And I was like, I am lost. <laughs> I missed something. And I had to go back and watch it far down, like, down the line. Yeah, I had the same experience because I was just pirating um, these uh, episodes. And I just, because it wasn't really like a numbered episode mm-hmm. or it's kind of off on its own called a special or something, just 
didn't realize until they were showing flashbacks of, like, the scene where he lost his hand. I was like, was I supposed to have seen that? I would just like to note that I watched this right away. <laughs> With no help from anyone. Except I gave you the episodes labeled correctly, so... Um, Not season two. Did you? I thought it was only season... Haven't I given you everything that you've watched so No, far? not the first one, for sure. Okay, well, I don't know. Well, I think it's also, like, North American TV, the thought of, like, a short season and then a Christmas episode. Like, that yeah. wouldn't even, like, enter our minds. Yeah, it is confusing. Like I said, they there label is no it TV on season Christmas. two, episode That's, zero. You know what I mean? Like, the, the thought yeah. that they have this episode that airs on Christmas Day in Britain. Oh, I'm that's like, so cool. It's reruns in North America. Yeah, and, think, and Yule Logs. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite. The Yule Log <laughs> channel. Yeah, Christmas user. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I do think it's cool that Doctor is such a part of the culture that it's literally like everyone sits down and watches do- the Doctor mm. Christmas special on, on Christmas. Christmas Day. With, yeah, I I know. I love it. British it does time. air now in North America on like space and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the Doctor, the new Doctor falls out of the TARDIS. He does not fly it great to, uh... I think it... I first. always feel like the TARDIS is also goes through some growing pains whenever the Doctor regenerates. He's always, yeah. like, crashing when yeah. he regenerates. Yeah. Well, like, and we don't really... It's our first regeneration, so we have no idea what to expect. And I believe, like, in this series, like, the new series, they've decided that, like, it's a taxing thing to regenerate, but mm. in the old series, he was just like, oh, hi, like, I'm the new doctor. Yeah, it was kind of depend, or they started like that, and then they, sometimes and then, like, yeah, they it make changed him and stuff. be a little wonky but for a while. they say, like, in this series, I think that, like, it's, it's not an easy process, I don't think, for any Yeah, and they've established, like, this 15 hours after regeneration, you can regrow we your grow, hand. Regrow things, Yeah. <laughs> That's a rule. It's an important thing to know. But, like, I get so excited because I, okay, I love David Tennant. You're going to hear that so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep track of it. (laughs) Drinking game while you're listening. (laughs) Every time Juliana says she loves David Tennant, take the shot. (laughs) Um, But, like, you don't see him for the first three quarters of the episode. He's lying in bed. So, like, I'm so excited. And I'm like, "Uh, It's a weird way to introduce the new Doctor. Yeah. But it's also um, more about Rose and how she feels, which is kind of how you're feeling. Exactly. She takes you through the grieving process. So yeah, just like the very first episode, we're going through this, like, from her perspective. Yeah. To be reintroduced to the Doctor. Did the Doctor warn Rose that about the regeneration process? Bef- no. Bef- That's why she's so thrown off. It's like... His final little speech about how, like, I won't I'll see you see- again with this face. Yeah. She was just like, what? <laughs> I wish I wanted to go to Barcelona with you, not the city, the planet. Maybe we will, but I won't. But I will, but, like, not like this. <laughs> and she's like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of the point, though. You're supposed to be along with her, like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Yeah. You could have warned her. Yeah, he could- it's kind of like a pretty... You take her on as but, your companion, and you're, like, constantly putting yourself in danger. You could at least tell her, like, if shit goes down, and if, I die, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna die, I'm gonna regenerate. Yeah. Just so you know. In case. Don't worry. Yeah. I don't know. You'd think it would've come up at some point. They've been together for a while. Mm-hmm. What do they talk about in the TARDIS all the time? Where they're going next? Mickey. 
<laughs> I think that's probably the last thing on her mind when she's with the doctor. Probably. I don't know. It, but it's it, it's it's a good plot device for, like, because you're upset. I mean, I was upset, I think, even though I love David Tennant, which is too... <laughs> Um, I was upset. I was, a class was gone. I didn't know what to do with this, like, new goofy-looking brown-haired guy. And mm-hmm. it, she really does take you in terms of, like, is this still the doctor? Because, like, you kind of, how different is this character going to be? And, mm-hmm. like, all that sort of stuff. So it works well for that. And then he just pops out at the end and he's perfect. He's delightful. Uh, I know. Yeah. Okay, but before we before get to that, that, let's we're skipping way ahead. Um, he does wake up a couple times, or once or twice. He does have yeah. some interactions oh. with them. Sorry, I have an issue. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the sonic <laughs> screwdriver, she fishes out of his pocket, okay? Mm-hmm. But she doesn't use it. She puts it in his hand, and then it tells him to wake up and use it. Mm-hmm. She has used the sonic screwdriver before, however, he did give her a setting. And we mm-hmm. see Amy use the screwdriver, like, later on. A lot, yeah. A lot more. So, like, I don't understand why that was necessary. Why couldn't she have just zapped the... She doesn't know how to use it. The one time he gave it to her before, it was like, put, put it on, on this setting. setting yeah. How does Amy know how she to use it? She doesn't know what the spinning Christmas tree setting is. <laughs> I think I guess I just I yeah, feel Juliana. like I feel like they really <laughs> changed the rules about the screwdriver between like the beginning of the series and I think eight with Amy she just he they're like super best friends and he would just like let her use a screwdriver all the time and like teach her how to use it and often when he gives it to people they're just like oh yeah yeah, yeah I know point and think <laughs> like that's the extent of the but then that's what I'm I don't know sometimes I guess I have issues with that that's all. I thought it was a good little thing where she, like, spoke to him. I thought that that was good, that, like, he would wake up, you know, like, Rose needs help. He's not going to just yeah. lay in bed. But I'm just, the, just the screwdriver itself thing. Me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> the spinning Christmas tree was hilarious. And scary. And scary. <laughs> Yeah. A weird thing that you're, like, watching this on Christmas and the Christmas tree's, like, attacking them. You're, like, looking at your Christmas tree, like, oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> Well, like, when her and Mickey are out Christmas shopping, mm-hmm. like, sh- her spidey sense is tingling. <laughs> like, yeah. She knows. She knows. Like, she's, I guess she's been in enough shit that she knows when shit's up now. She's like, mm-hmm. mm, something's not right about those guys. Why are they like, wearing freaky masks? Yeah, that would be my first tip of, like, why are these Santa people wearing masks? Yeah. And yet somehow they're playing their instruments. I know. That are so, actually good. But I thought that was smart. Like, she's aware enough. That... Yeah, while the doctor's in a coma, she takes on that role a bit. But then also later, she's just like, I literally, I, I am completely lost without him. Uh, <laughs> I had a question of what year is this supposed to be? Because Harriet Jones is now prime minister. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. She, we love her. She's the same. She's like introducing herself the same. <laughs> yeah. She's always so kind and like generous and like getting people coffee. Like love her. But like how long does it take to go from being the MP of like a very small constituency to being the fucking prime minister? Well, a lot of the cabinet and ahead of her died True. because they were Slovene. Good point. Mm-hmm. So that would uh, fast track for some. And she was like there at the site already starting to lead people. Yeah. yeah. And I would say like, I feel like when she's giving her speech on TV, 
she says something about some sort of timeline, but I don't remember. Oh, I'm trying to remember exactly now. I don't think it's like he's something about like when something crashed to earth. I don't know. My answer is I don't know the exact timeline. I assume it's been a a few years, like two or three years. I'm just wondering like, but I mean like the prime minister is dead and a lot of the cabinet was dead. So I don't know how fast she became prime minister. But also, she hasn't seen Mickey and Jackie since she took off on the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even know if she had survived that. This is, like, their first time. Mm-hmm. So, like, how many years have they been, like, waiting to know what happened to her? But we didn't know exactly when that was, did we? Right. Ugh, so good. So I don't... We keep going My back answer to is I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, also, I'm wondering what year it is because... Their big thing is this thing going to Mars to take pictures from the surface of Mars. Yeah, like a rover. But it doesn't look like a rover. No. It just lo- it's going to, like, go really close and take pictures. Well, Britain also hasn't launched anything into space in reality. Yeah, like, she... <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Since becoming Prime Minister, she, like, created a space program, pretty much. Yeah. And now they're sending something to Mars. Like, how long does that take? And I <laughs> looked on Wikipedia, like, what have we sent to Mars, like, in reality? Like, what time would this be? Because they made it seem like it was a big deal, like, the first images ever. Mm-hmm. Which, looking at what I kind of found of, like, a list of what we've sent to Mars wouldn't be true, even back in, like, 2005 or something. Yeah, no, we've had images for a while, I think. But the thing yeah. is, like, yeah, we've had telescope images and that sort of stuff for a while, and I think we sent stuff, to, like, we've probes had, and... Yeah. yeah, I looked at the list, and there's, like, been lots of, like flybys or like orbits yeah. um i just I mean, jotted we went down to the moon in the 60s it's i'm sure we've sent yeah well the first probes. i noted down the first rover that like actually landed on it was 2011 yeah so i guess but we've images... had other things or yeah orbiting and imaging it right before that yeah so i'm just wondering like what the big deal is i don't know just a plot device, probably. Probably. <laughs> probably thinking far too much about <laughs> the, the Mars rover. Well, I mean, it's a show about time and space. <laughs> I want to know where in time we are. Like, come on. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, apparently, Mickey is a tech genius and, like, can access a military network. I think the password's just still Buffalo. Yeah. But he gets in there and, like, does stuff. Yeah, well, I wonder if, like... Okay, because in that episode or whatever the slithing mm-hmm. um mickey takes on that role right and yeah. the doctor's like maybe like since he did that he's like gotten really into it yeah maybe yeah maybe he's like i'm actually pretty good at this stuff hacking yeah that's my answer okay. <laughs> good for you mickey at least he does shit like he's less useless yeah, we did but that, he's... like, the very first time when they came back. He was like, yeah, I didn't sit around my ass. I did my research yeah, on you. Yeah, so, I mean, I think he's just becoming more and more capable as a character. Well, as we see in, like, a couple episodes, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm the tin dog. <laughs> 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 he's just, like, the tech guy. The gadget guy. Yep. <laughs> Better uh, than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Still important role. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, before we go on, I thought it was funny that the doctor has that moment with Jackie when he's, like, trying to get his words out, and she's, like, guessing what he's trying to say, which reminded me of, uh, he does that later with Donna, and the scene's trying to tell her something, she's guessing, and it's, like, hilarious, and I just thought it was 
never really compared those two. No, but there's some similar aspects. Yeah, I guess. Like they yeah. would both smack him in the face if they wanted yep. to. They both like don't take shit from him. Like season of... four, it's good. I thought it's funny, like kind of comparison of that. He's like trying to get the words out, and this like loudmouthed woman it's is a trying really, to guess. It's a cute episode too, and. Like, I wondered, like, okay, so the doctor regenerates and comes back and, um, to the outside world is now much more age appropriate for Rose and stuff. Like, how do you think Mickey feels Not about much that? more. I mean, the first one looked like he was in his 40s. This one looks like he's in his 30s. She's yeah. still, like, 20. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I feel like a more age Mickey would, that's what I said, more age appropriate. You said, like, way more. Well, a little more. I think he's... Fairly more age appropriate looking. He's, I think most people would say he's like cuter, hotter, whatever. He has this whole thing about how foxy he is and stuff over the next couple episodes. So I don't know. How do you think Mickey feels about that? He doesn't really seem to do anything about it. They're just all as shocked as she is that this that is he the can doc- regenerate. What yeah. the fuck is well, this? Shit? Like, uh, this guy is the doctor. What the I fuck know. are you talking about? And Jackie. He's two hearts. What else does he have two of? <laughs> I was like, Jackie. <laughs> Why is that your question? <laughs> well, remember the first time she met him and mm-hmm. she was like, I'm in my bedroom <laughs> in my robe with a strange man who's just like, yep. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, Jackie. <laughs> Alright, so then the Sycorax yeah. show up, or the or the Mars thing crashes into their spaceship. Which looks like an asteroid. I assume it looks like an asteroid to, to kind of hide itself in space. I had an interesting theory that maybe it is, like, made from an asteroid, and it really is, like, rock on the outside and stuff, and they kind of, like, built into it a ship. Yeah. And kind of made pointy edges so it would fly. And I think it makes sense. And it also, like, it would, wouldn't that, like, help hide it on, like, a lot of Mm -hmm. radars? If it was actually rock. If it's actually rock. Stop them from seeing what's going on inside. People are like, oh, it's just an weird shaped asteroid. Yeah. I don't think more practically, they probably did that so that the scene that they shoot, like, on top of it, they could shoot on, like, an actual cliff. (laughs) Probably, but you know. But yeah, I made for a cool, interesting kind of mm-hmm. spaceship. And again, the world tries to explain it as a hoax and just be like, oh, it's a hoax video. Yeah. It's the easiest way to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. But the guy looked like genuinely shook up about it. And then <laughs> they showed it, even though they knew something was wrong. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I have big issues with the translating stuff. I have some translating (laughs) issues, both TARDIS and uh, human translating alien language. Yeah. Which would you like to tackle first? Let's go with... (laughs) Okay, let's save the other one for the science fact fiction. Okay, the TARDIS. Yes. Within the story. Okay. We know that it translates once you've been in it. And it gets in your head. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to connect with the TARDIS, and then it translates shit. Even when you're away from the TARDIS. Yes. However, now it seems to have a proximity because yeah. it works on Harriet and her everyone around. Assistant when dude. it also since when does the Doctor make the TARDIS translation work? 
Well, you know how you're talking about, like, the TARDIS seems to, like, have a rough time when he regenerates? Mm -hmm. So, like, I just, I didn't think of it as, like, it doesn't work when the doctor's sleeping. I think of it as, like, it's going through its regeneration process and that sort of stuff as well. But, like, it stopped working for Rose. It's supposed to already be in her head. Or is it supposed to be a connection ongoing? I don't know. Again, plot device, kind of cool that they were like, oh, they're speaking English all of a sudden, and then then the doctor pops up. But I was like, you're changing the rules again. Yeah. (laughs) The the fact that it wasn't working didn't bother me as much as the fact that it now seemed to work in proximity. Yeah. It did the proximity thing when the doctor was with the Daleks. Remember he was like getting shot at, but the mm-hmm. he had a barrier around him because the TARDIS protected him, didn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. he yeah. extended the force field. The force field. Did maybe he forgot to unextend it, and so now the translating. <laughs> but the translation, as he explained it in the beginning, was that oh, the TARDIS has got inside your head, Rose. Now it translates for you. Not maybe the it TARDIS translates around itself. Oh, yes, I will believe that around itself. <laughs> I don't know. It made for a good moment in the it show. It did. It was, well, and it was cute, and she was like, you're speaking English. <laughs> I know what that means. That means that the doctor's gonna save us. Thank yeah. God. And he pops out in his pajamas. <laughs> yeah, not bad for a man in his gym jam. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute. Okay. What else happens before the doctor comes back? Um... Uh, we know that Torchwood is, like, an actual thing right? now, because yeah. Harriet Jones, throughout the whole episode, mm-hmm. is kind of, like, secretly talking about this weird Torchwood thing that we don't really know I was confused because about. the guy, she asked about that, I'm like, hey, Torchwood is a thing, I'm down with that, um, because you, I know a little bit of, the, like, Torchwood around this time from watching Torchwood, but then he says, in response to her when she asked the second time, like, well, they have just lost one third of their staff, and from mm-hmm. what we learned in the show Torchwood about like the whatever last few teams that he's had like that doesn't happen like I don't know what they're talking about there like they just maybe threw in that comment and then didn't fall through with it yeah I don't think they followed through like on Torchwood like I want it to be like perfect it's not it's for sure not exact though looking at things but I'm just like uh what (sighs) I also think like okay so they're abducted to the Sycorax ship yeah or transported. <laughs> Abducted might be a little strong. <laughs> and, um, like, that's the moment I find, like, Harriet Jones, it's one of those moments she faces the same decisions as the doctor normally has to face. And she yeah. does that more than once in this episode. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I like that. Because she's kind of lit. He's like, at that point, she doesn't know that the blood magic or whatever is kind of not it's not actually gonna cause them to commit suicide it's not yeah. strong enough she i mean you would believe that they're gonna commit suicide so it's either a third a third die or half gets sold into slavery like that's the decision that you have to make now harriet <laughs> no mm. pressure yeah <laughs> you know i have a problem with the people walking <laughs> like how hard is it to stop those people they're just walking and maybe they have super blood magic yeah. strength. Their loved fish. ones are just running along beside them, like, please stop. And they're doing nothing physical to stop them and just let them walk up to the edge. Like, all you have to do is, like, literally latch yourself onto them and don't, like, around their legs, like children do when they're upset. And, like, football tackle them. Just take them out. Yeah. Lock them in a fucking room. Like, and I also wonder how many people, like, 
took advantage of the situation and just gave someone they didn't like a little nudge. <laughs> no. That is not... It could have... Ha- like, that did not cross my mind. <laughs> well, I mean, they're literally on Who the edge. Who do you hate that much, Tish? I'm just wondering how many people, like... Or when I'm they never wo- going to a roof no. with you. <laughs> or when they, like, wake up, they all kind of, like, stumble. How many people stumbled forward? forward. Like, if they're that close... Yeah. Even if you're complete control, I wouldn't stand on the edge of a building because a little wind blows the wrong <laughs> way. You, like, fall off. Like, I just wonder how many people did actually fall. I'm sure some died. Yeah. I don't know, though. Mm-hmm. Or something happened, like, trying to get there because they're just, like, walking like zombies. Like, someone, like, ran into them with a car or something. I don't yeah. know. Terrible. Is a third of the world's population a positive? I didn't actually check that. I don't know. I did write something about uh, what is the difference between blood types? Like, how would that I don't understand. I don't know what the difference is. I know that there's a difference. I don't know what it is. I don't even know my blood type. I don't know my I don't know either. It's probably not great, guys. Why would I need to know that? I don't don't know. know. I've had surgery a couple times. You'd think I'd know. That's what your health card is for when you take in the hospital. They just, like, learn from that. I know. It's in the system somewhere. Um, okay, Harriet's doing, like, her speech. It's, like, mm-hmm. Christmas Day, and she has to, like, address the world. And <laughs> I just thought it was so funny and stupid. Like, did you practice this speech at all, Harriet? Because she starts her speech and kind of just absentmindedly says a comment, like, it's hardly the Queen's speech. And then to someone off screen, she says, did we ask about the royal family? And then she goes, oh, they're on the roof. And I'm like, not the time, Harriet. <laughs> like, you're speaking to the whole world. Well, I thought it's that it was... personality, though. It's so just like... so, like, Duh. you asked on live TV about the royal family. You didn't think of that earlier? First of all, I don't think she did practice it, because normally the queen gives a speech every Christmas and yeah. like, her Christmas address. So I think Harriet's kind of, like, filling in and talking about, like, this shit. And then I thought it was, like, a little nudge to the fact of, like, incest in royal family tree. Like, they're all on the roof because they're all A-positive. Well, except they're not, like, in the trivia. They're... None of them are A-positive or whatever, but... Well, okay, but that's... You know what I mean? Like, I thought that... That was so funny. It's so weird. Like, oh, they're all on the roof. Like, you just told the whole fucking world that. Yeah. No reason to panic, though. It's not the time. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Have we gone through everything? Can we get to the doctor? And the sick... Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, yes. Because, yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So, our first, like, real impression of him, he is himself. My first impression was, he's sassy. (laughs) He comes out and he's just like, excuse me, Sycorax, I need to talk to my people. (laughs) And he goes I'll get back to you. Yeah. And he's like, just talk to them. And he, like, gets real serious. Am I ginger? (laughs) And he goes, am I ginger? He's like, damn it, I always want to be ginger. (laughs) I feel like you really see his humor, like, right off the bat. Like, even before he's in the coma when they first land and he's talking and he's like, oh, new teeth and, like, all the stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Seeing him, like, kind of feel out who he is is, it's fun. Mm -hmm. I love it. But that whole, like, speech that he does with, like, talking to Rose and Harriet and, like, all that stuff is hilarious. Mm -hmm. I love, I could, yeah, I love it. I love the whole part. It's a great first impression. And that's when Rose is starting to be like, Oh my god, he's like the same person. Like yeah, he has the yeah. same spirit, and mm-hmm. you know, 
what do I, I'm going to push this button. What's powering it? Blood magic. And he just starts to like, kind of, you know, keep going. He talks a lot. That's my, I was like, this doctor is talkative. Yeah. Just like fills in the time. I feel like a Clestons would just like get shit done. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. he was more like, come on guys, like let's do this shit. (laughs) Tenant's doctor is like, I'm going to meander my way. He's going to like vamp while he gets his stuff done. (laughs) He doesn't like silences. Distract them with his funny words and then be like, I'm going to push the big red button. Yeah. Mm. And then he gets super dark real quick with like... The end? Um... Well, yeah, he, like, yells at them about something, about, like, I'm going to fed to Earth, and then no second chances, like, that stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's another decision Harry has to make. But I was going to say, before that, he loses a hand. It's a pretty important plot point. Mm -hmm. It falls down, which then we learn later, or if you start watching Torchwood, Jack finds. Yes, he does. he's down there. Jack finds a hand. Keeps it in a nice little jar for jar. Does he know it's the doctor's hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because all throughout Torchwood, it's like there in Torchwood, and they're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and he makes little allusions to it, like, I'm waiting for the right kind of doctor. <laughs> and at the end of season one, it starts like bubbling and like glowing, and, and he starts to hear yeah. the TARDIS, and... and it's important. Coming. It's an important... It, com- it becomes important. really important throughout. Yeah. You have not seen the last of that hand, is all I'm saying. Um, you know, he kills a sicker axe. Yeah, the whole, like, oh, like, okay, like, I'll, you know, get off the earth and don't come back. And then he tries, the sicker axe tries to come back at him and he just pushes the button, tosses them off. He throws the Satsuma mm-hmm. at the button. <laughs> no second chances. That's the kind of man I am. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's, like, super funny, yeah. fun, like, what kind of man am I? What am I going to do? And then he gets, like, super dark yeah. real quick, which is the doctor. He's super funny and also, like, super dark. Yeah. And Harry Jones decides to kill him anyway. Yeah. It's a tough decision. I don't like, that, I don't like it either, <laughs> and I don't think you're necessarily supposed to like it. I think it almost seems like she wanted the earth to make a statement not the doctor like the doctor is the one who saved I them agree. and told them like earth is protected go away and she's like no the earth has to defend the earth yeah, so, so the earth well, is gonna shoot and them. as she says like you're not always gonna be here i mean he is always there we know that but like no he's not torchwood goes to tons that's true. of shit that's true <laughs> that is true so like you know what i mean but at the same time you just killed them all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know. His whole thing is like, teach them a lesson and send them on their way. Yeah. And just let He's them like, know, I killed one of don't them. Don't fuck with the earth. Harry's yeah. ready to start some shit. Mm. Yeah. She maybe has gone a little, like, power mad yeah. suddenly. And I love that he's like, I'll bring down your government with six words. Mm-hmm. Isn't she looking a little tired? <laughs> <laughs> that starts Harry Jones' downfall. Which is her own fault. Yeah, yeah, because she gets so paranoid about what yeah. those six words are. I mean, it's really clever. He knows her so well. Yeah. That's what he does. <sighs> yeah, and then uh, they dance around in the ashes of the Sycorax. <laughs> That's the part I find, like, really dark. Everyone's like, oh, it's snowing and it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, look at all the shooting stars. And he's like, yeah, that's pieces of the ship and this is their ash. <laughs> and I'm like awkward. Holy shit, that's dark. Dances off. Yeah. 
But it's cute at the end when Rose is like, I was worried because you're a new doctor that you wouldn't want me to come with you. And he's like, I was worried as a new doctor you wouldn't want to come with me. I know, and the girl's like, no, <laughs> let's keep doing this thing we're doing. Uh, and then he actually has Christmas with her. Yeah, which is very, very... It's probably the most different thing about him from the mm-hmm. previous doctor. Because the previous doctor was all like, no, no, I don't do like family I don't dinner. do domestic. And that was a very strong trait of his. Mm-hmm. So... And this doctor's like, yay, Christmas! And even, yeah. like, the next doctor... Or no, after this doctor loses Rose. That ends. And it's, he has that special with Donna. He doesn't want to do Christmas. No. And I think it's like... He it went through the time war and he was like, I can't do shit. Like, I can't do the domestic. I just mm-hmm. can't get that involved. It hurts too much. Mm-hmm. And with Rose, he finally gets there and he finally... And then he loses her too and he's like, fuck it. Like, why would I ever do that? But then again, further down the line, he meets another bunch of special people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As the next incarnation, though. Yeah. Seems like he needs to regenerate before he can do Christmas again. <laughs> like, every time. Yeah. Because he gets attached to, like, his first companion of that body. Of that generation, yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. Like, this one never really gets over Rose. No. The he, next he doesn't doctor does not give, get over, get over Amy. Amy. Yeah, I would argue that, like, yeah, he, it, he's only over Rose once he, he becomes the next incarnation of himself. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, like, probably pretty true to, like, the character, right? Like, mm-hmm. when he regenerates, a lot about him changes, and that, you know, it's probably... Including, like, emotional attachments. Exactly. So, I like that. I like well, like, it. he describes it when he's talking to Amy, um, like, you're the first face that this face saw. Yeah. So it's like a kind of... And Rose is like the same way. Like when baby and... birds, the first thing they see is their mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first thing the doctor <laughs> sees is his companion. Like... Yeah. You know. With, like with, every, <laughs> with every generation, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so. so it'll be interesting when, when Clara this leaves. Doc- yeah. yeah. I don't know. How he feels after Clara. Well, I was like, <laughs> I was going like, to get into Clara. I'm like, well, let's not get out of ourselves. Like, yeah. seven seasons ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but it ends with he picks out his outfit. Yeah, we get to see the TARDIS closet. Yeah. It's our first time seeing a part of the TARDIS. TARDIS. Yeah. With this spirally staircase in it. Yeah. It has all the, like, it has, like, the scarf that, like, Dr. Four wore. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It has a bunch of the old outfits. in there. But I just thought it was, like, again, like, a whole season went by, and we had no idea, like, what, how big the TARDIS really was. I know. He mentioned it, I only think, once, and it was the wardrobe again. He's like... Take left and the first right and the third left and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, which implies it's really big. Yeah. But we I haven't feel seen like, anything but that. And really, in the control room looking at there's no, like, doors or anything to imply that it goes anywhere. Mm-hmm. When people walk in, it's just like, whoa, this big room. Yeah. inside that little box. And in season and two, like, in the no first idea. two episodes, we see the closet and we see a different planet. So they're already, like... <laughs> yeah, finally. Exploring yeah. the TARDIS, yeah. Good. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay, so then let's go on to points of note. Um, basically, we already talked about it, Torchwood. Yes. They I mean, that's Torchwood the big again, thing. Which is, um, I guess now, like, officially a thing. They know it's going to get its own, own show. show. So, so they're, in, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be mentioned. And in this season, in it a gets, few episodes, it gets, yeah. we see the beginning of Torchwood and what yeah. exactly it is. 
And it gets mentioned a lot. Yeah, they put the origin story in. and Which is cool. And everything, so. I like it. Oh, it's science fact or fiction. Uh, we already kind of talked about this. The translation matrix doesn't work and the proximity. Um, the bigger problem was uh. translating an alien language with absolutely no reference. Yeah, I don't know how that guy does that. Like, there's no... A machine that can just take sounds and turn it into language. They can't do that. Like, it's not possible. You need some reference point mm -hmm. in order to work from, to decode it. And he's even, like, it turns it into, like, written words. And he was like, Sycorax rocks, as in the new term of, like, something's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, really? Your translation? You figured this out in, like, even if it's a really elaborate computer system, figured it out in, in like, like, a couple hours at most. And then it's just knows every little like slang term and like it's so ridiculous. It was just so silly that he was reading it, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" They needed a way to translate. They just, I know. I know it's not good. I'm just saying that's what they decided <laughs> to do. Um. All right. There was a bunch of cool stuff in Doctor Who Confidential since this was his first episode. Well, actually, there wasn't an episode for this episode there wasn't an episode of confidential for no, this because it was Christmas special, special yeah. um but some of the stuff is from the next what episode um or trivia so yeah. sycorax the word i love actually... this because i'm a theater <laughs> nerd so no it's okay i'm just excited <laughs> this uh sycorax is the name of the witch in shakespeare's play the tempest which i knew which Juliana, <laughs> the Shakespeare nerd, already knew. <laughs> I've read it. Um, and in an episode coming up where he, the Doctor and Martha, Martha. Martha <laughs> go and meet Shakespeare, the Doctor makes a reference to the Sycorax. Yeah. And Shakespeare, like, says he's going to use that word. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, that's cute. Yeah. They did a few of those with yeah. Shakespeare. Um, okay, so in the closet... Yes. We had all the previous doctors outfits. Yeah, they were all there. There was I mean things like the scarf and like hats and stuff are really recognizable. The yeah. scarf more than anything from the original series I think is the Everlast. And he's wearing a scarf like he has on a red scarf or yeah. whatever for a second when he's like looking at clothes to try on. I'm like, Don't do it. <laughs> um they're so hot shooting. <laughs> That's all He wears a big long coat I know, for once I know. In the time. Over a suit. <laughs> okay. Um, there's also an outfit um, either from the show Casanova or, like, similar to it, which is a show that Tennant did with the BBC with Russell T. Davies and another of Doctor Who's producers. So that was in there. Mm -hmm. And there's also a Harry Potter Hogwarts uniform. <laughs> which is cute. Which I didn't notice either. I didn't notice I either, either but they... Yeah. There was in there somewhere, um, which is kind of reference to just before this, he played... A character in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. So, just some fun facts. What was in the closet? That's pretty cool. And as far as his outfit goes, his new outfit, um, when uh, they were talking to David Tennant about taking on the role of the Doctor, like, the first thing he said was, I want a coat down to there, and pointed to his ankle. So... <laughs> like he already knew like yeah i'm the doctor someday <laughs> i well, know i want my outfit to be he was a big doctor who fan mm -hmm. like coming into all the it. doctor actors were no not all of them who has played the doctor and said that they weren't a doctor who fan well like a Cleston, he's like i didn't really watch a lot of the original series and stuff like 
David Tennant was a massive fan like Matt David Smith Ten- yeah David Tennant was like a hardcore Doctor Who fan and like grew up watching all of the episodes and like <laughs> knew a bunch of like the stuff about it like <laughs> okay so it's a super fan I guess I can say <laughs> well he planned his outfit well yeah <laughs> all right grade this episode B minus I'm still not convinced on this doctor. He's, like, too <laughs> dorky for me. I can't see, like, Rose really liking him. Or, like, me liking him. Because I pretend I'm Rose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah. I gave it a B plus Because I get, obviously, not enough the doctor. But, overall, it's, like, a good adventure. When he was there, it was awesome. Yeah. Just a fun story. I gave it a B, B plus. I gave the first three quarters of it a B, and then as soon as the doctor shows up, it upgrades to a B plus. So, I said, I, um, uh, I don't even know what that says. I don't know That's what you Not English. It's so fun to read Janice's um, notes. I know, typos. often typos. I don't pay attention. Um, um, like, I, I just, I don't like the, I don't like a lot of the Christmas but I love when the doctor comes in so yeah. really upgrades it. So. Pretty good for the first Christmas yeah. special. What do you think is it first Christmas episode, Linda? I thought it was like a little bit corny, but also like it was cute. Yeah. It yeah. is corny. It's I I don't know. odd because he wasn't there most of the time yeah. compared yeah. to other Christmas specials. That yeah. made me stressed out. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. The well, shitty new so- doctor is sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's what they want you to feel like. Like, oh no, the doctor's in the coma and we don't even know him. And yeah. dealing yeah. with an alien invasion without the doctor. Yeah, so in yeah. a way, it wasn't really like Christmas specials that we come to have. It's almost just like another episode yeah usually the christmas special is not also the regeneration yeah episode so that was a lot yeah to handle yeah i don't know it was it was all right all right well let's get in the tardis and go to a new planet let's do it (laughs) finally season two episode one new earth april 15th 2006 written by russell t davies as Rose Tyler embarks on her first big TARDIS adventure with a newly regenerated doctor, they discover a sinister hospital run by strange cat people <laughs> and run into two old acquaintances, the face of Bo and Cassandra. Yes. So we're on a new planet. Yeah, Yay. I was like, first things first, we're finally, finally not on Earth or in an Earth orbit. <laughs> so we're finally past that. Took a whole season of a science fiction show to get away from Earth. To be fair, we're on an Earth-like planet with humans. I mean, they're all Earth-like planets with humans. I know, but I'm just saying. It's exciting. It's new Earth. There's apple grass. There's, okay. New, 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 New York. (laughs) Apple grass, to me, is the most exciting thing I've ever heard of. Who wouldn't want apple grass? Oh, you would light it and smell so delicious all day? I don't know. I'm all on board with apple grass. I feel like someone could do that right now. Just yeah, combine with GMO grass with like something about an apple that gives it the smell. Yeah. Flowers is the only thing that gives it the smell. 
But it smells like apples, which are actually... You know things that I have. We have apple trees in our yard, and they don't smell like anything until the flowers are there, Mm. or, like, the apples ready to be picked. It just smells like a tree. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Which is still nice. It's a... They can put Don't fake get freshly smells. cut grass is still nice. I'm yeah. just really excited about apple grass. But they can put fake smells. Make in me plants. No. Okay. Fake apple smell. <laughs> We're gonna digress for a second when I tell you about my uncle who has a farm and we went there once and he it was a like a small patch, but he was like growing mint as part of his like crop that year. And there was a mint plant that smelled like chocolate mint. Yeah. So that's a fake smell. Like, it's mint, but they added, like, a chocolate smell. Nothing in nature smells like chocolate. Cocoa beans don't smell like chocolate. It smelled like a chocolate mint cookie. I'm going to have to Google that later. <laughs> I was like, I do not I've heard know. Of, I've heard of chocolate mint before, but I didn't I would think have... that was a fake smell that they added to it. How would you get chocolate smell, then? I don't know. It's there like must a... be something else that smells like chocolate. Banana takes on the smell of, like, anything it's near. All I know is that listeners smelled- get back to us. <laughs> it does. That's Help why, like, us. like, you just put banana like on like chocolate and stuff, and it'll smell like the banana will smell like chocolate. I hate bananas. Don't I do about too. Bananas. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't think your reaction would be that upsetting. I don't particularly. Dare enjoy. you say banana in my apartment? <laughs> I hate that it's like a joke in Doctor Who sometimes that there's uh, the switching banana? guns for bananas. Yeah. Like it's a recurring thing. And, like, I had this weird thing that bananas just, like, disgust me. I don't like the texture of a banana. Even to, like, see that, like, the smell makes me want to die. Okay, good to know. <laughs> I'm going to make you some banana bread and bring it over and pretend I forgot. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, let's move on. Moving on. Um, you see Cassandra box, like, okay. I was going to say talk about the Cassandra bots. I'm going to go back a oh. moment to how much I love David Tennant. <laughs> when he does... <laughs> the new, 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 new York. That, I feel like, is his doctor, like, in a split second. To say that yeah, yeah, I just... Okay. Yeah. And then we see Cassandra bots. So we know that she's there right off the start if you've seen, like, the first season. So is she the one that gave him the message on the psychic paper? No, I think that was face of Bo, yeah. she didn't know that it was Oh, him. right, yeah. Ward 26, that's where yeah. it went, right. Because, and she said, like, because she arrives and she's like, that's a, full, like, the bot somehow gets scanned roads. She's like, that's a pure human and stuff. And then she's like, I know that face. But she didn't even know he was the doctor because he's regenerated since she's seen oh, him. Yeah. This is the first time psychic paper is used to communicate. I know that's never been done before. I didn't even know that could be do- done until this episode. <laughs> You know Which someone has psychic sense. paper and you can think into the psychic paper. Yeah, so awesome. and the face of Bo is all, like, psychic. psychic tele- yeah, he's... Telepathy. Yeah. That's how he communicates. He does not speak. just talks in your head. <laughs> so yeah, that was a cool new thing. So the go to hospital, and it's the beginning of the doctor's thing for a little shop. <laughs> yes, which continues. <laughs> just a little shop, but just have a little shop. I feel like he to wants buy. to run a little shop. Like, oh my god. He just wants the if quiet he could, life. <laughs> he could stay in one place <laughs> run a for long shop. enough. He would love. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why he loves um was it Wilfred or whatever his name is? He has that little booth yeah. shop. Yeah. When they go at Christmas. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, he wants <laughs> a little shop. Um I think the fun 
This episode is so funny. It's so fun. I love this. It's a mm-hmm. really, I think it's a good way to introduce Tennant's character, because it, it's not the most dark, serious episode. I mean, like, shit goes down, but, like, there's so many funny moments, and Cassandra embodies, and the, oh my God. the disinfectant in the elevator that we see yeah. early on is, like, <laughs> I really enjoy it, and their different reactions. Like, yeah. Rose at the end, she's like, Doing making her sure her hair. hair is gonna, like, <laughs> blow dry Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so there's so many, like, funny little things. Like, uh, they have characters finishing each other's sentences, yes. kind of, that sound like bad words. Yeah, it's cute. So, Cassandra is saying something, and then switches to Rose, and Cassandra's like, at last I can be revenge on that little, and Rose says, bit rich coming from you. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> Rose talking to Cassandra, so you're talking out of your ask not. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, it's, it's so on the nose, but, like, so funny. It's cute. They're cute little wordplay and stuff, yeah. I love this episode for its humor. It's, it's yeah. good throughout. So much fun. Question. Mm-hmm. So, Rose ends up with Cassandra. Mm-hmm. And, um, first off, we see the videos, and then in the end of the episode, we go back in time, we actually get to see Cassandra as Cassandra, which mm-hmm. is cool. And you see how good the CGI is with her face, mm-hmm. like, that it really does look like the actress. Mm-hmm. That was a tangent. <laughs> so, when she, um, goes into Rose the first time, I understand that the brain dies and, like, that sort of thing, and that the skin dies because of that, but the skin disappears, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I don't understand. It's like it turns into the thing that goes into her? Yeah, I don't, that doesn't, I don't get that. That upsets me. They just got rid of it. I know. Skin too Well, and you wouldn't have to put the CGI in for it. But I just, yeah. I don't know, it doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't make sense that her, like, her skin say, and like, eyeballs would become... so thin that, like, her soul leaving it just, it just, like, disintegrated. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, like, they found her eyeballs and stuff they talk about, like, after her skin blew up and stuff the first time. Yeah, I don't really explain how <laughs> she got from there to here. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. It just bugs me, I guess. Not, like, a, not, like a huge amount, but a little bit. Yeah, so uh, they're hilarious when Cassandra's in their bodies, mm-hmm. switching back and forth. The acting is so good. Ro- like, especially Rose. Rose sounded like her and yeah. stuff, yeah. Or Cassandra trying to speak like Rose. Yeah. I can't Adam and Eve <laughs> <laughs> Right away the doctor's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, she goes up and, like, kisses him and stuff. The yeah. doctor immediately is like, something is not... Mm-hmm. But also, like, yeah, still but then got he, it. Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and, like, you have a lot of the fun banter, like, when she's in the doctor and she's all like, oh, like, so amazing and stuff. Like, you're foxy and I can see why you like him, Rose, and stuff. Like, I was inside your head. I know that you've been looking. And I was like... Yeah. Busted. <laughs> this is, it was such fun. And, like, the switching back and forth and when they're trying to go up the ladder. Yeah. I think it could have been, like, a nonsense, like, stupid thing, but because it was just so funny, yeah. like, it worked so well. It did. Like, it was silly, but we still, like, loved it. It brought a lot of joy to the episode. Which yeah. Because there was some serious stuff. Yeah. The face of Bo. And these infected people. Yeah. Like, how the does that work? subjects. Yeah. First of all, they grew them. Which oh, yeah, the clones. It's like five billion years in the future, so okay, you can grow people. But then yeah, you I was like, I don't have that much them of them. with every disease at once, and somehow that leads to cures. 
Yeah. It's like speeding up research, he said. Well, like, experimenting they on use millions of people. infection as a way to, like, in biology, as a way to discover cures. Because you need to know how the virus acts in order to know how to cure it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't quite... I mean, I they're using it in a very loose context in this. And I also have issues with the antidote. He just, like... Washes showers them. them with antidote and then they like pass it on like okay. <laughs> in the future let's maybe. not think too hard about it cause, yeah you know like you don't even have to inject it in them like you just like oh bathe in this feel like you're breathe sure. it in maybe yeah it's weird future contact thing okay <laughs> uh the face of Bo is cool though we get the like creepy like he will tell the secret to the traveler with no home. Yeah, some very prophetic stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. It's so... The face of Bowlebees. That was enigmatic. That was amazing. I was like... He just <laughs> disappears. I know. Can we talk about how the face of Bo is probably Jack? Oh! <gasps> yeah. Have you you've seen that? No. Yeah, no. because in the episode he joins back up with them. With yeah. Martha and the doctor. And they, like, go through that whole thing and rewind time, and they drop him back off in Cardiff, and he's talking about the time agency, and he's like, I was the poster boy for the time agency, the face of Bo, they used to call me. Yeah. Because he lived on the Beauchene Peninsula. And the Martha and the doctor look at each other like, <gasps> yeah, because they've both met. I forgot about that. Yeah. So it's... It's implied. exciting. So... It's, it's implied that it is... Um, Jack. Jack. Because, yeah. I mean, much, the Much of, later for him. Yeah, yeah. Because they say he becomes the, a giant head. The face of O is has been around for thousands, maybe millions of years, and stuff like that. But I just think the way that the face of O says goodbye seems like Jack because he's like, the doctor's like, I thought you were dying. He's like, I have better things to do. Dying can wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. I don't know. I just like. I like hope that. that we get to like see that that like that comes to fruition at some point. Jack turning the face of O. Yeah. I don't necessarily mean, like, seeing that happen. I just mean, like, really linking that up. I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, Russell T. Davies has, like, not confirmed it, but the rest of the actors have in interviews, like, said it as if it's fact. Yeah. But, Hmm. I mean, Torchwood only goes so far, and then we don't know what happens to him. He becomes a giant head in a can. I know. However that happens over billions of years. Mm Mm-hmm. Pickling will yeah. do that to your face. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. I thought he was in a liquid tank before when we saw him before. Sloshing it's an around. atmosphere, right? And then this time they were saying it was smoke, like it was an at- he was in smoke. So I was just wondering, what, maybe I just remembered it wrong. In the I part. don't remember specifically. I thought he maybe was in like a bluish tank. Maybe he upgraded his tank. Yeah. <laughs> maybe for that occasion maybe he, he was in smoking. water. For that occasion, it was a liquid tank. For this occasion, smoke tank. Well, because, like, he's in the hospital, maybe he needed different <laughs> treatment. But then he's like, I'm not dying today, peace. <laughs> Disappears. Mm-hmm. But then we come back, and he's still there with the nurse. Mm-hmm. In a few episodes. Or a few seasons. Next season. <laughs> Next season. Well, obviously, like, because he's like, oh, I wanted, I got, was bored with the universe, but I see looking at it, and it reminds me to look at it in a new way. And yeah. Stuff like that. And so he's like, I've decided not to die. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Um, cool. Also, to kind of skip ahead to, like, fun facts about this episode, um, originally, uh, Russell T. Davies wrote 
before he knew that they would have a third season, he this was going to be the time when the face of Bo gives the Doctor that message that he gives him next season. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he found out they were getting a third season, so he, like, stretched out that whole thing. Yeah. Good one. So that's really just, like, the only reason he's there is because he was supposed to deliver a real court message, and then they changed the script, so he was just like, I'm not going to die today. Good seeing we'll you. see you in a while. Give you a special message. It's another episode where everybody lives. They make such a big, yeah. you know, deal about that. In the, I mean, I guess not everybody. We lost a couple cat people. Yeah. I think. Didn't they were one though. Yeah. <laughs> and Cass- Cassandra. Well, yeah, Cassandra. But, like, not in, like, a terrible, horrible way. Mm-hmm. I mean. And, like, really, she's been long alive. And, and alive she long enough. her time. She, yeah. like, got to die in her own arms. Mm-hmm. Which, for a narcissistic person, like, that is dream, like, the best way to die, yeah. looking into your own beautiful face. <laughs> <laughs> when it was beautiful. Uh, I noticed when I was reading through your notes earlier that you said the doctor is in glasses. I wrote the doctor in glasses and put heart eyes emoji. <laughs> because I love that. is so cute in his glasses. I love, I love it. Anytime he puts them on, I I'm like, sweet. He, he wears them a fair amount, though. Put some on to look at things. Yummy. <laughs> You're gonna have to deal with this from us. For uh, you really don't think he's cute no. at all? Oh. He's so dorky. Oh, that's part of why he's so cute. <laughs> yeah, he seems like tiny to me. Oh my god, wait to get to Donna because she makes fun of him for that. For that, yeah. She's yeah. always. That's why I think you'll like the next. I think you'll like yeah. Donna a lot. So like she and his the... dynamic with her is way better than Mark. Yeah. But yeah, she makes fun of him for yeah. being a scrawny little thing. Yeah, she <laughs> so does, <funny>. so. <laughs> His fault. Okay, so what do you think the lesson in the end that we learned? Like, Cassandra, like, what is the lesson there? Um, I don't, I feel like they're, it, it's meant to be really sentimental, but she's really just, like I said, being really narcissistic and, like, dying in her own arms. Like, the last thing she wanted to do was tell herself that she was beautiful. Yeah, I took it as almost, like, her going back and, and trying to, like, preempt her mistakes by reminding, like, she, because she got so consumed with, like, her vanity and, like, purity of humans mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. Just wanted to hit home the fact that, like, you're beautiful now. Don't do all the things you're gonna do. Yeah, but she like, said before that that was the last time anyone called me beautiful. Yeah. Which probably is what drove her to, like, extremes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know the exact lesson. It's just the scene. I feel like it seemed a, like it was supposed to be like I this. I feel like it was a better end than Cassandra deserved. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. At least she died. I'm just glad that she died. Yeah. I know. I was like, I was okay that they brought her back, but I was done with her at this point. Like, I don't need any more of her. Yeah. It was fun to bring her back like, for that, just because she's switching everything around. The cat around. people were like, meh. A weird little quirk. I'm not a yeah, big cat so person. Cute. so... <laughs> I wanted to pet their faces. They, they, the, make, the makeup was pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. Not the last we'll see of them. Weird, dis- no. And we they had like weird diseases. Yeah. <laughs> the red guy and the white guy and the guy turning to stone. Which I was like, mm. That's cool. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime that happens, I get all weirded out. When people turn to stone, yeah. Because what? I don't know. Medusa or something. Yeah. Uh, all right. Some points of note. Um, we kind of already talked about the face of Bo. Yeah. 
Um, some <laughs> things they say about him is that he's lived for thousands, maybe millions of years. If he is Jack, then it's like five billion. Um, and he yeah. has a message well, it, for... it is. It is. We'll say it's Jack. We'll say it is. Because um, it's a better story if it's Jack. Yeah. Um, and they say something. He has a message for a lonely God will be his last words. Mm-hmm. Which comes next season. Yes, it does. It's a good little, like, storyline, though. I like it. Yeah, I like that when we have really long-term stuff. That yeah, that comes back. You have to like... keep in your mind. Well, like, stuff that, like, when you find out about him and Jack and like it just I like when things like fit together like yeah. that and you get excited and you're like oh that's so cool it's like a fun mm-hmm. little like retroactive puzzle yeah All right science fact or fiction um well, they speed up research by infecting humans with everything at once yeah we kind of touched on that and then the antidote was like go over here to take a shower and this so okay we'll just we'll let that go yeah now. uh unconfidential I, or in trivia, I learned that this takes place 23 years after the end of the world episode, like the second episode. Mm-hmm. So we're around the year 5 billion. Cool. Um, and 30 years before we come back to New Earth in Gridlock. So that's our time frame. So for Cassandra, this is like 23 years after where we thought mm-hmm. she died. Yeah. She's, She's been that basement a long ass time. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, grades? What's our final decision? I'm gonna go with a B plus this time. Really like this episode. Mm. Fun times. Yep. I gave it an A minus. Oh damn. I think it deserves an A. It's really fun. Uh, good use of bringing back old characters. Some serious stuff. Mostly it was just fun. And I think like a solid Doctor Who adventure. I also gave it an A minus. Uh, we finally are on a new planet. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, I uh, love David Tennant. <laughs> um, I and it's it's the humor. Like it just I don't know. It's one of the episodes that like I, I was trying to take notes watching it, and we got to the end, and I had like nothing written because I just got sucked right into it. So I yeah. told me that it was. A decent episode. And I was like, I need to write something to talk about. <laughs> it's an episode I like. I must be able to talk about it. But I was like, so... I just got so transfixed by yeah. it. You know it's a good episode if you're just watching it and enjoying it and not thinking things out. Yeah. Yeah, so that was our introduction to the new Doctor. Ooh. Yeah, we're with Tennant now for three seasons. Yay, just a fairly long stand. I mean, he and, and Matt Smith both did three seasons, but that's mm-hmm. like a pretty long stand as the Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good time. It's I think good... longer than that is too long. Yeah, because the whole point of the doctor is that he regenerates. Yeah. I mean, that's it's part of his charm. Yeah, so I think if you start to get into like four or five seasons, people like you can't do then that. Then when you change, it's like you can't. No, yeah, you've gotten two attacks. Three is like <laughs> I, you can't go beyond three. But one, I feel like, isn't enough. No, that two. was a shame that yeah. they yeah. agreed. Yeah, yeah I know you really. Maybe he'll be your favorite. Everyone has. We'll bring you around. Yeah, you have to. You have to watch season four. Season like, four might might with Donna. Help. It's so yeah, fun because I think it. you'll like Donna yeah. so much that it won't. Matter. She's like most people, like one of the favorite. Yeah, she's a favorite, sure. especially after Martha. <laughs> no one so likes Martha. Okay. Okay. 
So next week we'll be talking about episode two and three of season two. And they'll be about werewolves and a reunion. Um, So our question, uh, which we'll answer in episode nine of the podcast, is what historical figure would you want to go back and meet? (laughs) Tish's answer is probably none. But (laughs) what person in history would interest you? Would you care enough about that you would go back in time and meet them? Interesting idea. Um, so you can email us your answer to that doctor's companions podcast at gmail.com. Answer the questions and we'll read your answers. Or just email us anything you want. Let us know what you think. Say hi. And you can also go to the blog uh, for more information, links to stuff we talk about, like in Who News. Uh, that link is in the description of this episode. All right, thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Bye. Come on, let's go.